0: Welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. I'm Ian, and I'm here with Michael. Hello, how are we doing, Michael? Not too bad. Yeah, we've had we've had an extra week off, so it's been yeah, it's been chill. We took a week off. We're back though. Um, I think we took full advantage of it. I watched three games. I watched the so weekend. Many. Yeah, I know. When I texted <laughs> you, I was like, "Which games did you watch?" So we Everything. can like align <laughs> here, and you get you list them off. I was like, "Oh, Jesus." I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch all of those, but I'm happy about the uh, the games I did watch. Um, anything new and exciting in your world? Uh,
1: not really. Just went yeah. back to the gym. I started going back to the gym, so that's been Same, great, dude. Yeah, it's Watched awesome. Watched the new Guardians, and that was it was fantastic. I okay. cried. Is that, is that is that a movie? Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Okay, yeah. all right. That's what I thought, no. but I'm. I'm not so into like the, the Marvel, Marvel and all universe. That. No, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing against it; it's just not my cup of tea. That's fair. Um, I watched. I think you, if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen the um, the soccer movie post that we we put <laughs> up, and the picture of that uh, post was from this movie called The Way Days. Um, it came out in the early to mid '90s. I want to say. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it i've seen it once or twice but it's been it's, forever it's a really good movie i watched that um and it, it's more about like hooliganism and being like um feeling like trapped in a small town with not many outlets mm. um, and a lot of the kids turn to hooliganism <laughs> and but there's like kids that want to get out of it and like leave um it's based in liverpool well, it makes um, sense. Liverpool, it's yeah. kind of a small town. Yeah, it's like a shipping town. Yeah, um, blue collar shipping town. But yeah, it's a really good movie. Speaking of movies, um, okay, cool. Well, yeah, this week we're just we're, Michael and I are going to review the games that uh, we watched in tandem, and then the ones that we didn't watch, we will just run through um, the rest of the scores on those. And then Michael, you were talking about something is that is really intriguing to me. Um, do you want to introduce that topic really quick? I do, yeah. So, obviously,
1: okay. this is kind of old news now. It's two weeks ago. Two yeah. coaches in MLS were fired from Chicago Fire and from New York Red Bulls. My main question I want to pose is why don't we see more of that in MLS? Like, we see teams like like Sporting Kansas City. Their coach has been there for 10-plus years now. Yeah. Greg Vanny has had so many chances in so many teams, and he doesn't get fired until he leaves. So it's just little things like that, you know? Yeah.
0: No, totally, and I'm excited to cover that topic. So, quick break, and then we will get into the results from last week. All right, we're back. Uh, first, we're going to go through Seattle Sounders, who, pl- or no, they didn't play host to. They traveled to Houston. It's on the Dynamo. I did not watch this game Um. Sounds like I did myself a favor, but Michael, you kind of did, yeah. You had the pleasure of watching. I did. So jump in. It was an
1: ugly game, literally right from the beginning. Like obviously, like we both know, the Sounders are not in any good form whatsoever. We're bringing up defiance, kids, every single week. Yeah, the even our first team players are not clicking. No one seems to be able to get a foot on the ball, except for uh rock cock
0: you know <laughs> rock cock yeah we in the group chat we after uh i don't even remember his actual last name now rothrock rothrock yeah yeah after he scored the game winner um and he scored an open cup before we got eliminated but um i i said something along the lines <laughs> of is it is it time we start calling him rock cock or, or cock rock rock <laughs> and uh so yeah we're we're workshopping some nicknames for this guy <laughs> so stay tuned stay sorry. tuned for that didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you no ahead. you're
1: good it was like i said it was just an ugly game all around yeah. the sounders did dominate in every aspect of it the possession was insane it was 72 to 28 percent the sounders were just basically passing it for fun
0: yeah
1: like i think sounders had like over 400 passes in this game which is the oh, most God. in mls yeah. all week wow um so, that was pretty crisp. It was just nothing in the attacking third.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Houston's not in too bad of form themselves. No, they've been playing really well this season. Yeah.
1: They, But they... I don't know what it was on Saturdays. did not look good either. It was... Laid an egg. Yeah.
0: That's... Weather delays can do that, though. It does, like, yeah. I mean, it, and it sounds like kind of just deflated the whole game in general. I think so, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what it felt like, at least. Yeah. Uh, um, two red cards for Houston.
0: Yeah, talk me through those. Um...
1: So, I will admit, I missed the first one with Bassi. Okay. I didn't get a good look on it, but it, kind of, it was just an ugly tackle. Okay. And then Hector Herrera was just an absolute was prick. It blatant. Oh, 1,000%. Okay. Yeah. So he I, got. I heard
0: one of them was, like, questionable.
1: So his first yellow card could have been questionable. Mm hmm. Just because it was kind of like a decent enough tackle, but he still got most of the player instead of the ball. Mm. Okay. His second yellow, though, I saw people arguing this one because he. He did a smart tackle. A player was through on goal. Mm-hmm. He did a normal tackle like he would just get the first yellow. But since he was already sitting on one, it was kind of a silly mistake, especially from a veteran like him.
0: Yeah. Did he argue it?
1: Oh, yeah. Or he was he? livid, yeah. He, really... he went straight to the ref. And he was, he was chatting to the ref the entire time yeah. after his first yellow. Yeah. So I think the ref was just had it with him at that yeah. point.
0: <laughs> I just don't, like... Most of the time when you commit a professional foul, which for those of you that don't know, that's when it's like a tactical foul. Yeah. It's like someone's beaten you and, you know... they might go on to score, so you just bring them down. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they might go on to, to make a uh, line-breaking pass, so you just yeah. bring them down. And both of us no. being
1: defenders, we've done that multiple yeah, times. We, yeah, we
0: know that. And most of the time when you do that, you know a card is going to come with it. Mm-hmm. And you just hope it's not red. Which most of the time it's not, unless you're being dirty or yeah. whatever. But since it's a quote-unquote professional foul, um, you know a yellow's coming with it. So that's weird that he tried to argue after, or maybe he was just trying to send a message to the ref because it sounds like the ref maybe had a little bit of a rough time. He kind of did kind of most of the game, par yeah. for the course with MLS refs, like, yeah.
1: Especially this season, it's been rough.
0: It has been, and um, our our friend on Twitter Navia, pointed yeah. <laughs> out, or he asked the question: Has this been the most red cards? On a single MLS match day ever, because it's seriously like I almost think it every was, other actually, game had yeah. a red card, at least one red card in it. it. Just it was silly. It was it's silly
1: season right now. Yeah.
0: So to me, that means that refs are having a hard time um, keeping the game where it should be.
1: Yeah, they're going through power trips. That's what yeah. it feels like to me, at least.
0: Yeah, or or they're just like letting guys get away with too much too often mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason they they want to pull the rug yeah and um but you know it's there's a lot more nuance than that i think but i def the refs play a big role in that
1: yeah i think it needs to be investigation of the refs at this point
0: yeah or just like i don't know new like, training <laughs> yeah new training or or um punishment when you get something wrong because mm-hmm. if there's punishment then they're going to try and do better. Yeah, they're, they're you know, going to correct gonna, themselves. Yeah, they're going to correct themselves. They're going to work to improve in the offseason. They're going to work to improve when they have a week off or something, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and it's not an easy job. I'm not trying to say no, that yeah. at all. But I just think with refs in the EPL and MLS, whatever, there's they're not really held to, like, any sort of standard, it seems no, like. They,
1: they're accepted because they're, they're, the, they're the refs. Yeah. Everyone's like, okay, they're what they, their rules are law.
0: Yeah, but it's like... Like, when a player um, has a high tackle and gets a red card, he pays he or she pays the price yeah. by serving a suspension. How come when refs get something wrong, there's what what the public knows, there's no punishment? Yeah. Unless I'm missing something, there's That's no punishment. That's the ultimate punishment. question, honestly. Yeah. It's sad. So, um, anyways, yeah, Sounders coming away with a 1-0 win um 87th minute 87th minute from the um the player on loan from Tacoma Defiance Defiance, yeah which is the Sounders USL team right yeah um same organization um it was an ugly goal the ball bounced around he was just (laughs) right place right time and that's I
1: mean that's I saw that's a sport
0: (laughs) poachers poachers goal and um Something that's really cool is the the amount of academy players that have been featuring for the Sounders. Really, since the um, Open Cup game against San Diego Loyal, it's been pretty consistent mm-hmm. since then. And I think there's been two or three games since then. That's really cool, and to me, um, it it just backs up all the investment that they put into yeah. the academy, which is which awesome. is awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't see many other many other MLS teams doing yeah. that besides like. FC Dallas, Philadelphia Union, New York right, Red Bulls,
0: right. And I think you know more teams will get there. They'll recognize the advantages and the benefits mm-hmm. to doing that. But uh, Sounders definitely leading the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In in that. Um, all right. Cool. Well, since it was a boring game, yeah. That's I, it. For, I said we it just for the move season, on. Yeah. Um, the next game we wanted to talk through. Was Colorado and Philadelphia, and I picked this game because Philadelphia just got bounced from Concacaf Champions League, so they're gonna shift their focus back to MLS. And they got we're, two wins on the bounce. Yeah, two wins on the bounce. They're they're definitely um, a team whose goal is going to be, I think, to win MLS Cup. Um, oh yeah, because they were runners up last season, and that pretty much the same team is back
1: mm-hmm. um question though before we move on yeah do you, yeah. Do you think that they can actually surpass i'm uh, not atlanta united but like cincinnati and new england right now
0: so that's the that's the thing and i was thinking about this earlier um about uh i guess new england revolution from a couple seasons ago is a good example I think they won the supporter shield by a country mile. They did, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think they lost in the second round of the playoffs. They did, yeah. So they and dominated so, the league, but then they kind of. Yeah, and so I don't think. I think Philly, experienced team, good manager. They've made it to the mountaintop, so to speak, but fell off just short. So I don't really. Th- I, I, I wouldn't be concerned about them. Um, where they're going to finish in the table, Mm -hmm. because they'll finish in a spot that will get them into the playoffs. I I think they're good enough and experienced enough to get through the playoffs. Um, Do I think they'll finish where Cincinnati and the other great teams of the East finish? Maybe, but... Mm -hmm. do you for, think the pl- they'll do better in the playoffs? Yeah, for me, point. it's like they just they just are focused on getting in the playoffs. They yeah. don't if they win supporter shield, that's icing on the cake. Yeah, I guess you could say. Um, but no, I, I wanted to tune into this game because of um, the success that Phillies had in the last few seasons. Um, they're they're a pretty fun team to watch, and then also our boy Danny Leva on loan at Colorado. Yeah, he, he is. got the start and he got solid minutes. He looked good too. He did from what look I saw. Good. And um, one thing, because I tried to key in on him for a while in the game and just watch his movement. Um, and he's a player that he understands the position that he's being asked to play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he just lacks a little bit of um, technical ability mm-hmm. on the ball, and then decision making isn't quite there yet. Yeah. But. As far as his positioning goes... He knows where to be. Oh, my God. And he... I don't think I ever saw him walking. He was always at least in a jog. Mm -hmm. Um, He almost created an opportunity for himself early in the game to score. Uh, He dribbled a couple of Philly defenders in the box. But um, I think he either got shielded off the ball or the keeper came out and beat him to it. But he dribbled around one guy and then kind of got around another. And uh, that was really early in the game, so um, bright start from Danny Leva in the game, and then I would say bright start overall for him um, on his new adventure in Colorado. Yeah. I'm excited to see him. I think he'll feature regularly. I think so, yeah. In, the coach seems to trust him, him so far. Barring an injury or um, a player that maybe I don't know about because I don't really follow the Rapids mm-hmm. um, coming back from injury or something. Yeah. Um, but... Other than that, it was. I mean, Colorado scored first um, on a penalty, and it was Ronan who netted that in the 38th minute. minute. Yeah, um, and it, and then the, it, that was you know close to halftime. Not much else going on, and then the second half, Philly scored two goals. The first one from Kai Wagner. Oh absolute it's bullet a german he yeah, said he's yeah he's german he's yeah. german um left footed uh, probably around 18 yards out it's absolute first rocket yeah the guy that passed it to him did a great job was he a it was a perfect layoff right yeah. into his stride and he, he didn't have to take a touch or any you know s- switch his like body positioning at all he just stepped through it and hit it um it was a great goal uh, go watch the highlights of this game if you haven't already because that was a great goal and then um, Julian Carranza got the winner in the 52nd, um, and Philly kind of held it down from that point mm-hmm. on. Colorado with a couple of decent opportunities, but nothing, nothing too, too crazy. dangerous. Yeah. yeah, and then um, the fireworks at the end of the game. <laughs> There's a ball that Colorado is trying to play through to Barrios, Andre Blake, Philly's keeper beats him to the ball, shields it out for a goal kick, but Barrios at the last second just gives Blake a good enough shove to send him into the advertising boards and tiny ass Barrios shoves Andre Blake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, Barrios shouldn't have done that. Blake made the most of it. I'd have done the same. Yeah. Um (laughs) anybody who's played the sport would have done the same. Yeah, exactly the only the only thing different that I might have done after the shove is I might have just like stayed on the ground. Andre Blake hopped up and got in his face and um, that's when things that's, kicked I, I stated, off. Um, yeah, that's when things kicked off. Um, some pushing and shoving and then um, a player from Colorado, I want to say Galvin, mm-hmm. yeah. He comes in and like bear hugs um one of the center backs for philly Gleznes, is that how you say it oh yeah, yeah yeah and just like rugby tackles him to the My ground My god yeah <laughs> and it was like what are you doing man like it was just a boneheaded thing to do and then i don't even honestly when i was watching it in real time i didn't even notice that a, a philly player got a red card um in that right at the very too. end yeah, yeah. Um, so two reds right at the end. Um, Colorado <laughs> have a little bit more class at the end of the game. That that's what I think. Yeah, because I think they knew they weren't winning that game, and that's when this shit hit, hit the fan. Yeah. yeah, so um,
1: I mean they've had a frustrating season on top of that too. So I imagine yeah. just everything just built up and then yeah.
0: At least they're starting to score some goals though. Um, I think coincidence they start scoring once Danny Leva gets there I, I think know. not <laughs> <laughs> um, but no I think Colorado I think I think they'll they're good for some wins and I I won't be surprised if they find themselves fighting for one of the last couple yeah like spots. that ninth spot yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I got on that game though if you're ready to move on to a Cascadia clash let's do it Portland Timbers hosting Vancouver Whitecaps um, You watched this game in real time. I did, I yes. watched the replay, so I'll let you lead the charge on this one.
1: So Timbers won 3-1 to one, thanks to two goals from Evander. Actually, a fun fact for that, the Timbers have never scored hat a hat trick, trick in, MLS. in MLS play, yep. which is kind of insane. They've been leaving for, like, 10-plus years. Yeah. Or 14 now, I guess, and then haven't scored a hat
0: trick. Kind of made my day. I mean, it made me happy. (laughs) I
1: was like, ah. And then they pulled. Evander was, like, was feeling it. He was cooking in the second half, and then they pulled him out, like, in, like, the 75th minute.
0: Yeah, he, good, really good value for the brace. Um, I mean, that second goal, too, the
1: way he turned. Oh, my God, dude. The way he turned Kubas. was, I was like, ah, shit, here it goes.
0: Yeah, and it's, what's funny about that, Play that move is it looked like it was accidental, but knowing the quality of that player, you know it wasn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> have you have you ever seen his highlights coming out of the Danish yeah, league? No, he's pulling that shit all the time. Yeah, honestly, he's doing that in Europa League too when he played for
0: them. You can tell by watching it. Like if you, if you just said watch this player, and and if if you're talking to someone who. um is pretty passionate about the sport. He said watch this player. Didn't say the name or nationality or anything, but tell me which country <laughs> he represents after you watching for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he's Brazilian. Like he mm-hmm. just plays with the, that like just oozes class. And he does. Yeah. He glides around the pitch. He never looks bothered. He, he never... looks
1: smoother than Valeri did when <laughs> he was with the Timbers. Honestly.
0: Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Insane. Different, player different player. Yeah. Um, different style of play. But yeah, Evander just looks like he's playing at half speed the whole game. Yeah. Um, I wanted to pay some respect to him because it, oh, yeah, no. it was a fun game to watch. And 90% of the joy that I got out of was watching, watching that him game was yeah. because of him. Exactly.
1: Now, even Anna said something about him, too. She's like, "He's
0: who's that? He's
1: really good. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, he's Evander. He's great.
0: <laughs> he's going to be a. Uh, I don't know. I kind of hope he just pops off and then gets signed to like a bigger club. Oh, I I think
1: he will. He'll only be in the league for like two seasons max. I don't
0: want to have to deal with him roasting teams that I like. Once he starts cooking, it's going to be terrifying. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Anyways, back to the game. Uh, I honestly felt bad for the Whitecaps. This is their first loss in eight games, which is kind of insane. That's really good. They haven't won any, but they've been getting a lot of draws. draws. They've been playing really well. Like, yeah. all, like, if you if you just, like, look at the stats and you kind of watch the game a little bit, the Whitecaps looked like the better team. Like they're more, more in control. Mm-hmm. It's just they couldn't finish anything.
0: For me, I, I feel like I could maybe agree with that statement, but their defense, like, there was some sort of disconnect going on, and I was having a hard time putting my finger on it. I was like, okay, is there a disconnect between midfield and the back line? Because a couple other than Evander's second goal, those other two goals, the defense just looked caught off guard, yeah, so badly. So that's
1: been happening a lot this season, okay, for the Whitecaps. Yeah, like their midfield has been generally the same. Kubas is still like their main number six; he's been balling out. Yeah, Shop from the Bundesliga, Austrian guy, he's been doing really well. Mm -hmm. But the Whitecaps just signed a brand new keeper. From the J-League. He's the best keeper from there. Yeah. He's done really well. He had a
0: couple good saves,
1: too. And they also have the new Uruguayan kid, who's 23. Uh Uh-huh. Laborde, or Laborde, or something like that, I think. He has been doing decently well, but he's still adjusting to the league. Yeah. So, I think, like, him and uh, Veselinovich, I think there's just a disconnect there.
0: And those are the center backs. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah you need to have a, a good bond and a good understanding between center backs but yeah the other than like i said other than evander's second goal it was just kind of like what the f- what like how did that happen like mm-hmm. it was almost almost against the run of play yeah even though the timbers have like decent build-up to those goals like the the timbers first goal is like uh, two minutes in yeah it's like
1: what? <laughs> they just they just didn't know what they yeah. were doing at that point. They couldn't get into the game. Was... Yeah,
0: but they I thought that after they got scored on, they settled in really well mm-hmm. and they kind of grabbed it by the scruff of the neck. They did. Yeah, that's just um, how they play, though. Yeah, in general, I love it. And um, to me, throughout the whole game, um, they they looked the most threatening building um, out of the flank, out of the mm-hmm. wings. And that's where their goal came from off a cross and an own goal. Yeah. But um, I I was like, dang, they play really well down the wings. Um, And they've got Gressel who can put in a good ball.
1: I love that he's been put into midfield instead of as a right back or right wing back. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. That's where he belongs. Honestly, yeah. It gives him more opportunity to create and make those passes that he's capable of.
1: They remind me of an old Italian team. Like from mm-hmm. from this area, mm-hmm. that's such that like Christmas tree formation.
0: Yeah. Oh, if uh, if their defense can figure it if, out. If yeah, that's that's a big <laughs> if. Yeah, but at least
1: like the way attacking yeah. play reminds me of. Yeah, that.
0: for sure. If their defense can find a way to um, blank opponents more often, then hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the score line doesn't really. Um, it's not doing Vancouver any favors. Cause no, it's they, not. Yeah. They played better than the scoreline. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're kind of lacking a goal scorer. They
1: signed uh, this guy, Cordova from Osberg, who's actually been in MLS for a couple of years. He was with RSL okay. and someone else as well. Mm-hmm. But he's been injured quite a bit. Uh... So he's been coming in and out. His first minutes in like a couple of weeks has, was with in the Canadian Championships. Yeah. Which he did well. He played well, but. Mm-hmm. But we've been uh, using he, uh, and brian white's out injured too that okay. other striker
0: yeah um cordova seemed a little non-existent in this game um he's... i know i know he got subbed off i don't remember exactly when it was um and i thought the guy that came on for him becker i love that kid did pretty well he's really good um he, he seemed a little more lively a little more active than cordova came from the academy He's one of the academy kids okay cool so hopefully Cordova um maybe he needs to get some fitness back after I think being that's what injured. It is, yeah um, hopefully he finds some good form because I think Vancouver are a good goal scorer away from being a pretty um dangerous competitive team, team. yeah
1: which is kind of exciting because all three cascadia teams right now are I mean sounders aren't playing well but they're getting results yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. all playing decently well this season yeah
0: definitely um but in Portland currently in the lead um of the Cascadia Cup yes, they're
1: two wins and a loss
0: yeah so one of these other teams either Vancouver or Seattle have to f- figure it out figure out how to beat the Timbers damn it <laughs> please <laughs> yeah um but no any other notes from you on that
1: game not really what the only note was Anna mentioned something she wanted me to turn off the game because she felt bad for the Whitecaps, because I used to write, I used to cover them mm-hmm. for Cascadia FC, and she's like, "You you give me a soft spot for them. Can we not watch this? I'm yeah. sad." <laughs> yeah,
0: kidding. <laughs> That's it's better than feeling bad for the Timbers. Right, true. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Seattle to play Vancouver.
1: It'll be. I think it'll be a fun game. Another fun I, game. Whenever
0: man. I see that game on the schedule, I'm like, "Dub." Yeah. In years past i don't feel that way at all not right now no
1: depending on how the sounders do against austin on yeah. wednesday yeah i think that'll really determine
0: yeah yeah midweek games coming up that'll be fun um okay um it was funny to see timber joey's chainsaw run out of <laughs> gas a... or malfunction or something <laughs> that was weird that was a great he video. was just like standing there
1: just like uh yeah he help. <laughs> was, yeah,
0: <laughs> looked like he was like pretending to press buttons to try and <laughs> get it to work it was pretty funny uh, anyways, moving on, the other game that we watched was LA Galaxy hosting San Jose Earthquakes. The Cali Classico. Uh, yeah, God, MLS, <laughs> just stop with the stupid nicknames of That's games. That's been on for a while, though, to I be know, fair. but then you can't call the other one El Trafico. Like, Don't get me started just on that. have one Classico, okay? Yeah. That should be LAFC
1: and LA Galaxy. That should be just be the classic. Sure,
0: yeah, that's fine with me. Like, get rid of Travico. We don't need the fucking pun. Like, (laughs) uh, anyways, I thought this was a good game. Yeah, it was.
1: Um, I mean, whenever these two play, it's always a fun game. It's always very mm -hmm. heated every single time.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was pretty smooth though, unless I'm forgetting the first half was a little scrappy but like
1: other than that it was a quote-unquote calm version yeah yeah
0: no bust-ups or anything yeah so um what are your initial thoughts i thought galaxy
1: actually looked really really good i know the win after coming after beating the sounders in the open cup Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i think they're definitely gonna the sounders are um just kick-starting team seasons (laughs) what they got now la timbers, galaxy timbers and
1: sporting kz yeah
0: dude that is not not good no <laughs> like, it makes you sad i like are they going into those games with like empathy for the team maybe that playing maybe it just, it just may feel Beijing. a little bad Put some like yeah <laughs> um all jokes aside though um yeah i i agree with you i thought galaxy looked good and it seemed like pooj was playing higher up the field. It's almost like
1: a like a winger type. Yeah. Or even left forward, even. Yeah,
0: where when I've watched Galaxy earlier in the season, he is dropping deep to get play going mm-hmm. and um, pretty much covering all areas of the pitch. Yeah. But he pretty much stuck on the left wing, dropping deep a few times, you know. But not too often. Yeah, yeah not, not to too often. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think they I think they may have found a little bit of a sweet spot for him. I think so. And, you know, Vanny's an experienced coach. As much as I don't like him, <laughs> he'll adjust as he needs to, depending yeah. on who they're playing and stuff. Um, and I don't know. San Jose didn't look too bad either. No, um, they didn't.
1: They had their chances. Yeah. I know they're missing Kate Cowell to the Under-20 World Cup yeah. right now, but... Yeah. They still um, looked good.
0: Yeah, I thought they looked good, too. But i I never gave him enough credit when he played for Portland. I know. Uh, I feel know, like they he, weren't
1: using him right. That was a problem. Yeah,
0: maybe so. And he's he's not a – I don't think – you'd be happy if he got you 10 goals in a season. Yeah. I don't think he's really ever going to do any more damage than that. But but he's
1: definitely like – his holdup play is yeah. insane. And his he little flicks that jo- he does, he too. Does,
0: he does the job that he's asked to do pretty well, I would say, you know he might disagree he might say i want to score more mm-hmm. or assist more but i don't know i think he's a pretty good player i'd say so um so yeah ended 2-1 um in in the moment in the game they gave pooch quite credit for la's first goal which was the opening goal that was but then they went back can they give it to seeing, Caceres? Uh, which is correct, I think. Yeah, I, he I got the last Pooch, touch on the ball. I don't think Pooj even touched it. He tried to. But he I, tried to, but it was already
1: in the net. Yeah, I think, was that, was, think net. that was the thing. Like, he yeah, he, he so got a touch defeated, in the net, but yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, it was, yeah, it was like a little flick on header on a set
1: piece. So. I'm glad the league went back and gave it yeah. correctly, because like, knowing them, they would want give to give it to Pooj just, yeah. just for the name. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then Jovalich jovalich my yeah. bad, just butchered that, but <laughs> he he got subbed on late, and one of his first touches was, was a, goal. a goal, yeah, he put pressure on um, the center back who had the ball, and um, just took it one-on-one against the keeper, and it was a great goal, honestly, it was a good finish, because, I mean, you think one-on-one with the keeper, how hard could it be, but you got to hit oh, God, your angle yeah. right. You got to slow yourself down. You it's, have to hit it right too. Yeah. That's the um, hardest part. And then, not too long after Yovlitch got his goal for LA second, um, San Jose got a bit of a, a consolation. I think the game it was, was like a literally
1: like like goal, and then they called the game yeah, after that. Yep,
0: exactly. Um, game was cooked by then. But again, similar to what I just said about Portland and Vancouver, I think. San Jose will walk away with that feeling like um, they deserve at least a point. I'd say so. <laughs> I yeah. thought they played pretty well. Um, they'll be pretty upset about that loss. I think and they'll
1: be able to come back next week for sure. Yeah, um, or next match, I should say.
0: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I like San Jose. They were. I mean, both of these teams are fun to watch, but I don't know something it's about like, San Jose at, this y- season. Yeah, they're they're really fun to watch, and um, their coach. Um, remind me of his name lucha um i'm drawing a blank lucho something he used to be in the u.s men's national team setup he was like an assistant coach yeah he's a coach and he's also the the youth one of the youth coaches as well so um he's got a cool coaching background i think he's he definitely um has a vision and an identity Mm -hmm. set up for the san jose team which is interesting
1: because he didn't have that when he coached fc dallas really okay mm-hmm. like things were, like were like polar opposites when he was there so it's, it's interesting well, hey,
0: yeah he that's cool that means he he grew from that experience yeah. and yeah you can tell watching san jose that they're they're trying to do something it's yeah. not just they're playing guys. for the badge which yeah. is great to see yeah and it's not just 11 guys running around out yeah. there <laughs> all right cool well um, we'll take a quick break, you guys, and then we'll come back and we will breeze through the score lines from the games that we have not covered yet. Um, and then we will also talk about the coaches that were let go um, a couple weeks ago. Let's get it. So hang tight. All right. Back with the rest of the Match Day 12 results. I'm going to walk through a few, and then I'll hand it over to Michael. So Chicago getting their second win of this campaign, 1-0 over St. Louis. Montreal um, beating their Canadian rivals, Toronto, 2-0. New York Red Bull over NYCFC, 1-0. Miami taking care of business yet again um, against New England, beating them 2-1. And then um, D.C. versus Nashville ended in a 1-1 draw.
1: Not bad. All right, I got Charlotte winning 3-1 against Atlanta. Atlanta has now lost three games in a row.
0: Yeah, what's going on with them?
1: Um, I think it's Pineda. The fans are pissed, though.
0: Yeah. It's we, not It's not looking good. We might have to do a little bit of a deep dive on them. I think
1: that would be an interesting one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Columbus and Orlando draw 2-2. Sporting Kansas City get their second win of the season, 3 0 over Minnesota United.
0: Sounders just kickstarting teams' crap seasons into gear.
1: Quite sad. Obviously, we know this one. Sounders beat Houston 1 0. FC Dallas beat Austin 1 0 as well. Philly 1 2 1 against Colorado. LAFC took care of business, destroyed Real Salt Lake 3 0.
0: Cracker of a goal from bonga
1: Left foot. Uh, Timbers obviously won 3-1 to against Vancouver. And then the last game, which we already talked about, LA Galaxy got their business done, won 2-1 to against San Jose. Not bad.
0: Yep. Wraps it up for Match Day 12. What's next, Mike? Speaking
1: of Match Day 12, we're actually going to go right into with Chicago's uh, second win of the season. Yep. They just fired their coach two weeks ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I kind of feel bad for him, Ezra Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. He... I my thing is with the Chicago Fire. Obviously, they have been kind of wishy washy for yeah. quite a while now. Even yep. before he got appointed in 2021, mm-hmm. my gripe is with the front office.
0: I was just gonna say, one I don't of those think it's a coaching, but that feels a little bit like they've lost their way.
1: Yeah, and it feels a little disjointed. Like I, I feel like he did a decent enough job with Chicago with the res- with. The stuff that he had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the front office was not making good DP decisions. They were just signing horrible players left and right and just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. I feel like he got done dirty. But okay. that's just me. Yeah. Honestly.
0: And it was the... Um, it was one of two firings that took place. Yes, it was. The second one
1: was Gerard Struber
0: from New York Red Bulls. This one, I feel like has been coming um yeah this one i actually I, I haven't really done my due diligence on the ezra um hendrickson um mm-hmm. firing but i did read into the gerard stuber one a bit and based on what i read it was a, it, it seemed mutual yeah like he wanted to sides. walk away yeah um his family was back in austria yeah Yeah. and he had already told the club that he wanted to get back to his family after this season Mm -hmm. and with everything that's gone down recently with that club venzier and yeah venzier the unfortunate remark that he made the inexcusable remark that he made Um, against San Jose and then, um, supporters staging, um, boycotts or walkouts. I don't know the full details on that, but, um, it just kind of, um, I think the club and Struber wanted the candle to burn all season Mm -hmm. and it burnt out very quickly. Yeah. Less than a third of the way through the season. Um, Hopefully he has some time to do some reflecting on yeah, some decisions I mean, like, that he made. Past
1: this past coaching experience. He's been like nonstop from just co- club to club to club. Yeah. After failing out of Burnley after one season, mm-hmm. not doing too well in MLS. Yeah. Uh, but I do have. I do want to pose one question. So obviously yeah. these two coaches both they were fired after three years of mediocre performances mm-hmm. with their clubs. Why do you not? Why do more? mls clubs not do this why why aren't clubs firing their coaches after not doing well like example sporting KC. they've been a mediocre club for quite a few years now and their coach has been the same
0: the same guy um yeah it's a really good question there's two things i want to say about it and the first one is that um especially with a guy like Vermes at kansas city Mm -hmm. at, at sporting kansas city He's been with the club for so long that they might feel like he's so ingrained in the identity of the club that they don't. They feel like they wouldn't know how to replace him, or um, it wouldn't be a good look to get rid of him. Like maybe he's like maybe he's had opportunities that he's passed up to stay loyal to the Mm -hmm. club. So maybe they feel they want to feel loyal to him. Yeah, exactly. Which it's a business at the end of the day so that you know that only makes sense to a certain extent yeah um and so i don't know it, it could be something like that um or it could be um that there's just not many guys that want to coach mls clubs so maybe it's just clubs being like we're just gonna stick with this guy because I we're not sure who he would hire mm-hmm. if he wasn't here. Anyways, I think like there'd be a lot of like yeah, there a lot of coaches just... that
1: are available. Like Frank Lampard next season, he could yeah. be available by the summer. Yeah, because he's oh. not cut for oh, any not, of the English leagues. Yeah. Patrick Vieira still available. He's coaching the league. He did yeah. really well.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's a, it's a really good question, but I do think that these firings come off the back of. Um, them coming sorry let me rephrase that these firings aren't coincidentally coming off the back of all of the firings that have been happening in the EPL I think it's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a ripple effect you think so yeah like I think because that the amount of managers that have been let go um over in england this, 14 this season 14 is managers. absurd and it's if you're in the business of soccer or football whatever you want to call it you're gonna see this it's gonna be in your face whether you're a fan whether you're a general manager an owner you're, you'll know about it yeah and so i it's think it's all over the news yeah i think it's a little bit of a ripple effect i think clubs are like well Damn, th- this team over here—they—they've already fired two managers. We need to get. Let's just get rid of this one guy, and figure it out from there. So,
1: I, can I you see they're... more teams doing that in MLS? Do you think, or do you I think have... it's going to be everyone's going to stay stagnant like the way they are now?
0: I hope they can find a happy middle ground, because <laughs> I don't think it's very good to just be like bringing a guy on board. Let's say he gets two points from five games or something Mm -hmm. and it's like nope you're out Mm -hmm. it 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 can't be like that come on i mean that's
1: fair but like i feel like there's so so much mediocrity in the league right now like that we obviously we have the top teams yeah they're doing really well but then we have some teams that are just absolutely shit in the bed yeah towards the bottom
0: yeah for sure and again like it's like you kind of mentioned with chicago in the front office it could come down to just a lack of um understanding of how these things mm-hmm. should work maybe the front office is like well we're still t- hitting our minimum threshold for ticket sales jersey sales like we're not in financial danger mm-hmm. there's doing the bare minimum Keep them around yeah. yeah i don't know it's interesting though for sure it sucks to see guys lose their jobs i mean i think that that um uh, Struber, he wanted to go home mm-hmm. and then
1: after all the drama he probably should have been let go way yeah, beforehand.
0: Yeah, and um, he's going home where obviously he'll have connections, so he'll probably land on his feet yeah. after taking some time off, hopefully. And uh, Hendrickson, he's got a um, a very extensive background in coaching, so he does.
1: I think he'll find a job yeah, really quickly.
0: He'll um he'll land on his feet too. And wasn't he with the Sounders for a little he while? He was, he too? was an assistant with the Sounders, yeah. So come back Honestly, I'd take him back yeah, in my heartbeat for sure. Before um, we move
1: on, though, I do have another yeah, question. Yeah, so obviously, it. Atlanta United this season started off really hot, mm-hmm. but they have fallen off quite a bit. Yeah, there has been a lot of rumbling from Atlanta fans, and even some sources within MLS. They're saying that Panetta is on hot in the hot seat. Yeah, what do you th- do? You think that'd be a smart move, or do you think that'd be kind of a silly thing to do just because they're in a poor run of form?
0: I think they should stick it out with him. Um, and I'm not saying stick it out for the whole season because it's a long season and there's no way of knowing what's yeah. going to happen down the road. But I think for now, you know, set like a short-term goal and see if he can meet it. Mm-hmm. Like stick it out at least that long. I mean, he, he's he been with the club. This is his third season. I think his third season, yeah. Um. So they've definitely given him some time. Um, which is why I think like set short term goals, mm-hmm. check definitely. in, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he they started the season so well, mm-hmm. uh, and they've got great pieces there in yeah. Atlanta. So you'd like to think that they can figure it out and find their way again. Yeah, I'm sure um, they will. But yeah. it's just
1: an interesting question to pose. I do
0: think it's I do think it makes sense that he's in the hot seat though, because I think there are high expectations at that club just because of the. The their initial their, success yeah. when they first got in the league. Um, and so, yeah, I think it, it makes sense that he's in the position that he's in with um, the fans mm-hmm. kind of maybe starting to call for his head a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens for the rest of the season. See if the ripple keeps going through. Keeps It'll going be yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been a couple of times with teams that I follow more closely mainly the Sounders, where they hit a poor run of form, and I'm... I don't ever think Schmetz is getting close to getting fired, no. but I... The I've thought, seen some fans turn thought, on him, though. The thought creeps into my mind, and not the thought that they should drop him, they should get rid of him, mm-hmm. but the thought of, like, like what is I wonder if they're thinking about sacking him, because mm-hmm. it's not looking good right now, like last like season. Like last season, yeah. But I feel like that I was a, a one-off.
1: Only if... I... I didn't get nervous last season only because it was obviously it was the first time in 13 years that we haven't made the playoffs. Yeah, right. But we also won yeah, CCL, you can't just so. be like
0: you can't just be like, well, you won the biggest trophy on the continent, but you didn't make playoffs. Yeah, so, you're fired. so you're done. <laughs> even though you have made it in the past however many years, 13 years. Um, yeah, it's a good topic that I think um we'll definitely continue to monitor. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, we'll give you guys updates on that too. If we if we have any other additional thoughts on it or if we Or more people get fired. Yeah, if, if we hear rumblings of people maybe getting fired, or if yeah, people actually do get <laughs> fired. Um all right. Another quick break and then we'll close it out. We're closing up shop. That brings us to the end of this episode. But before we go, just want to remind you guys that, um, we've got midweek games, our first slate of midweek games in this kind of insane early week. season. Yeah. Um, there's some really good games on Wednesday. I think everyone plays on Wednesday. Everyone but... except for
1: New England Revolution,
0: which okay. FC Cincinnati can jump to first place in the East with go. the win. Um... With that bit of information, Michael, what game or games are you looking forward to on Wednesday?
1: Obviously, the Sounders, Austin. I'm actually going to be there in the yes. press, in the
0: press Let's box. Let's go. I'm excited to talk to you. It's, you know, the, the experience is always different after seeing a game mm-hmm. in person, so that'll be fun to talk to you about that one.
1: I'm also looking forward to the Minnesota-Houston game. Houston's going to be missing two starters due to suspension. Okay. Minnesota's coming off a embarrassing loss supporting KC. Yeah. I think I think it'll be it'll be a fun match to watch, dude. Yeah, and Raposo is supposedly back in
0: the team. Okay, so both teams with their backs against the wall a little bit. Honestly, yeah. Um, what about you? What are you looking forward to for Wednesday? Yeah, Seattle and Austin. I think that should be a great game. Um, Seattle needs to. They. I think they need to get a win at home to to fortify. They women need a big again. win at home. Yeah, honestly. Um, and you know, Austin are struggling this season let's let's see him take care of business hopefully um but other than that uh, um Orlando NYCFC is uh, is that should be a fun for game sure i think NYCFC could be a really exciting team coming out of the east um and then another thing too is these are two teams that i have not watched play this season so mm. it'll be fun to uh to get to know them a little bit more and then um quick turnaround games again on saturday may 20th and again some some really exciting games so for me the cascadia clash between vancouver and seattle that's going to be great be that's huge up in vancouver um they should get a pretty good crowd for that. Oh, I think they, think they will. Um, yeah, and Seattle fans will travel well for that as well. Mm-hmm. With the, the only a two-hour drive, <laughs> yeah, shorter distance between those two teams. Um, Charlotte, and Nashville, I think for me is the next one.
1: know um, yeah, I'm gonna go perhaps, out on a limb and I'm gonna say Colorado and Salt Lake, two bottom okay. feeder teams. Yeah, should be usually they're entertaining enough. You know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I. Colorado uh, I only watched them just this last weekend. <laughs> so um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't they didn't look too bad. Mm. So I, I would put money on them taking care of business against Real that's Salt right. Lake. Um but if that's it from you yeah, um, I'm chilling. I guess one more. <laughs> no <yeah. laughs> sorry, looking at the schedule. Uh, San Jose and L A F
1: C I hope San Jose get a result. Yeah, That would too. do so well for the Sounders,
0: honestly. Oh, yeah, true. All right, yep, do us a favor, San Jose. <laughs> um, yeah, so that wraps up the show. Um, we didn't mention it at the top, but obviously no Max this week. He's off in Central Oregon having a good old time. Probably mountain biking. Mountain biking and stuff. Doing all the outdoorsy stuff that you do in Central Oregon. <laughs> But he'll be back next week, as will Michael and myself. We're really excited to uh, bring that show to you. We'll be talking through games that we watched um, together. And then we will also be going through early season awards. The premature. That's going to be so fun. Um, I mean, top newcomer, best team, MVP. Best young player. Best young player. All that great stuff. So definitely tune in for that one. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys then. Have a great week. Stay safe. Enjoy the nice weather if you're in Portland and wherever else you are. Bye-bye.